Hey everybody, welcome back to Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. My name is Chris. My name is Corey. And we're back at you on we uh, sunny, early uh, Sunday morning. Um, yeah. It's not a it's not a usual recording time for us. Sometimes no, this is, uh, I don't know if we ever recorded this early. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's not really early, like, you know. It, no, I mean, for, for reference, yeah, I mean, people, like. You know, breakfast at most places have has stopped at this yeah. point. Um, but lunch but, has just started. Yeah, but you know, I mean, we just don't record in the morning very often. No. It just doesn't no. sync up. But this morning we're doing it. Um, yeah, Enjoying Corey, a nice cup of coffee. It's, yeah. it's lovely. Yeah, Corey, how are you? Uh, how are you doing this week? Doing pretty, pretty good. Um, physical therapy, fully on the bike. I can like get around, which is Look nice. You. A stationary bike. They were like, do uh, not ride a real not, bike. Not an actual bike. Yeah, they're like, they like, seriously, do, do not do that. So ne- Next week. Uh, mm, it'll probably be like another month, I think, before mm. they're like, it's just, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't want to be like starting and stopping quickly. Yeah. Um, or having to like, you fall like yeah, yeah. kind of a thing so they're just like yeah no don't want to do that but other than that doing very good um went to the greek festival that's uh yeah. going on this weekend food's yeah. pretty solid yeah um i playing lots of video games i'm enjoying like i said a wonderful cup of coffee my sister-in-law um who just got married they went to Columbia, Median, and she sent me and my wife uh, a couple bags from there, from this coffee Ooh, shop that they loved. So, look at you. Yeah, I'm enjoying look it. Look at you. You're living, you're living a high life. That's the, yeah. that's the, one of the things about, um, about your area is that like you guys had Artisphere and then you mm-hmm. have Greek Festival and there's just so much stuff yeah, going on. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. You should. I mean, you could come up this way, but yeah. I mean, I've I've been before. It's just it's one of those. You know, again, it is a haul. It's it's a haul, and then you have a toddler, and that makes yeah. it more of a haul. Yeah. And, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's tough. It'd it'd be so much easier if it was just like right down the road, like just walk out the door and just we're in it. We're See, going. We did walk to the Greek festival. See, look that at was, you. Was, it was like a 10 minute walk. So yeah, it was nice. You had some falafels and, uh, uh, no, I had euros, uh, some Greek pizza, um, and some like Greek nachos, Ooh. like fry nachos. It was, fry nachos. Um, it was like shawarma meat with like some, Ooh. um, feta cheese on some fries. Um, like tomatoes. Nice. It. Really good. Love that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. One like, of the breweries had like Polish beer. Ooh. That was that was cool. Okay. It's not so. Greek, but you know. No, it wasn't. It was one of those. You, things you do you. I did beer have Greek place? beer. So Ooh, they did have okay. Greek beer there. But um were there olives in it? No. It no. was not. Okay. Just come right. to think of it, I don't know if I saw any olives for sale. Well. That seems There's like an oversight. One. It does feel like an oversight. There might have been. I just might have just overlooked the table. I bet yeah, there probably was. Yeah, yeah. Well, Enough about Corey, me. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. We're, uh, you know, a lot of house stuff this week. We've been, um, you know, there's a, there's an entire Greek epic that could be told in our um, house yeah. writing. Um, um, the second but, Odyssey. Yeah, it's it's been a whole thing, but it's, um, stuff's moving. You know, this week we had Shira Kong, and you know, there's uh, there's motions being moved toward the house actually being done, and 
Nice. When that nice. happens, we love to hear. Just just watch out, everybody. Oh yeah, because uh, Chris is coming back with a with his own office again Ooh, for the first yeah. time since my daughter was born, and it'll be exciting. Yes, it will. Um, yeah. Other than that, work. Yes. You know, yeah. the usual. <laughs> just another week. Another week. Yeah, another work and oh oh and uh, games here and there. Games. When whenever. Um. Yeah. That's that's what we talk about on here. We talk about games. Um. Not local festivals. Corey, get that out of here. Sorry, I don't want to hear bad. it. Um. Yeah. We talk about games this week. Everybody, we're gonna we're checking in on Zelda. It's gonna be our. Uh, what are we going to call it? Our Kingdom Minutes. Yeah. Ooh, I like that, honestly. Oh, yeah, the, the Kingdom Minutes. Yeah. Maybe I should have played that first. Um, but then what? Some news. And yep. Corey, you've also played some other stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've checked out a couple of things. I haven't played more than two hours of what else I want to talk about. Um, but I got a little bit more other than just Zelda, even though I would say 90 7% of what I played this week was Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we like to, gotta, gotta keep it fresh though. And even though all I played this week was Tears of the Kingdom, you know, we mm-hmm. gotta bring some other perspectives because not yeah. everybody's playing that right now. No. Um, it just so happens that we will continue talking about uh, Tears of the Kingdom for a long time. The foreseeable so, future. You know. Yeah. Um, start out with news. Yes. Um, one, just while it's on my mind, um, and I thought it was interesting. So last week we talked about Overwatch 2 and their like big um, decision to they were mm-hmm. doing see, they were doing their like kind of roadmap through the rest of 2023, and then it became this big thing that it's like, oh, we're canceling this big part of the PVE that um, you know we had essentially kind of like let off. Overwatch 2 announcements with. Um, And the director put out this big, long blog post kind of like outlining some things. And it was actually like, it was transparent and honest in a way that like, you know, I really, I really appreciate like whenever, whenever I see stuff like that, where it's just, you know, developer, it's not just like a, paragraph of just kind of like just kind of brushing it off and just you know being kind of uh placating the audience it's it's very like let me dig in let me actually explain and also apologize for Mm -hmm. things like i think that that's really cool because i mean he it went in and he basically like outlined he's like okay so it isn't entirely accurate that we're getting rid of PVE. He's like, we are doing story missions, which are essentially sound like the kind of continuation of what they've done for like seasonal events where they've had those like PVE things where you're, um, where you're playing kind of preset story missions essentially and kind of like a co-op thing. And they're, you know, they have some sort of story element. Um, he said those, you know, those are going to be, continuing on they're going to have new stuff it's going to show off new story um that's gonna that's going to still be here that's Mm -hmm. going to be the stuff that we're going to be really like putting forward and it's going to be really cool he said the thing that um they're not doing are the hero missions which were specifically like pve 
missions or like a structure that allowed you to have more like RPG elements where it was like you can customize your hero and you can upgrade them and talents and you know, all this kind of stuff. Um, And he also kind of like had some perspective that I think also kind of explains some of the like potential frustrations that people have had with Overwatch where he was like, um, because people who are unaware, like Overwatch initially the concept of Overwatch was to be like an FPS MMO. Like it was supposed to be Project Titan. It was supposed to be this big, like, you know, Blizzard's new MMO thing. And then it turned into Overwatch. And he said like when they, when they launched Overwatch, they basically pretty much immediately switched focus to like, okay, well, what's next? Like, how are we going to evolve this? And so they, like, over time, gradually pulled more and more people from the game because they were so focused on, okay, we're going to, we're going to finally, like, implement some of these big things that we originally envisioned with the Project Titan MMO, which to me goes to show, like, okay, this is potentially why we didn't see, like, why heroes became more and more infrequent and why Mm -hmm. like seasonal events were so like repetitive where you were just like, there wasn't a whole lot of like iteration. It was just, and it seems like that was kind of the thing was like, we, we pulled on this, we went away with it. And he even said in the thing, he was like, honestly, looking back, we should have been focused on the game that people were excited to play. Not going and moving into whatever was next. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said eventually it just got away from them. Like the scope of it all just did not really work. And they like stayed committed to it, even though it wasn't working. And basically we're like, we're going to figure out how to make this work because this was our original vision. Mm -hmm. And then it just didn't pan out. Um, And, you know, he apologized and, you know, kind of explained all of that in the thing. And like, you know, again, like it's, there's plenty of, like reasons to be frustrated at different points with Overwatch and stuff. But like, I, I always appreciate like that level of transparency from like developers and stuff in that. It's not that they, it's not necessarily that they owe it to players or consumers or whatever, but like, I think it does help people understand where they're coming from, you know, when they are going through those sorts of things, because it's like, you know, from the outside, all you like, you may just sit there and you may be like, well, Overwatch is, they just don't care about Overwatch. They don't like they're, they, they really just, their vision for it is completely different than, you know, what it should be. And the reality is like, they, they're all people with their own like creative visions and they see these things and sometimes it doesn't pan out. And, you know, I think it helps because then it like, cause honestly reading through it, it made me potentially more excited to see whatever watch two is going to turn into because he said in it, he's like, you know, by finally dropping this focus on the hero, the like hero missions, we're going to put that energy into making like overwatch better, making overwatch like the game that it should be essentially. And like, yeah, they'll keep doing like, they're going to build out the lore and the story of the thing. But it sounds like, by dropping that focus, 
they're going to like shift back to like, hey, let's put this into the live part of the game, the game that like people are playing right now, um, which makes me excited to see like, okay, well, in the like Overwatch could continue. It's not like Overwatch is bad. It's just, it's yeah. like Overwatch is a good game. It's just, it's, you know, at different points has felt discordant and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I think I'm in the mindset of I appreciate that, you know, they came out, they were very direct, very like it felt very straightforward, like, hey, like we we trying to think is like we messed up. We kind of like we are walking it back. This is why we're doing that. And this is like our aim and goal for the future. I think that was very good, very I don't want to say honest, but you know, I, they needed to do that, in my opinion, yeah. something along those lines. Uh, I think th- what they're saying sounds very cool. It sounds like he could be very good. I, I, they just have so little trust from me, if that makes sense. Like, I agree. Yeah. Overwatch, Overwatch 2, both, like, at its core, a great game. But they've just, I feel like, have goofed and, like, been dishonest so many times. I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying. I really need you to, I don't want to say put your money where your mouth is because it's put my money where your mouth is. It's been a lot of um, what they've done in the past, but like show me like, like roll it out, let it like, and let it be like what you're intending. Don't, I don't need another apology letter in six months saying uh, it's a little too much than what we thought it was going to be. Here's this product. Now I want, you know, just show up is where I'm at with them. Like, do what you say you're going to do and don't charge me another $40 because now it's just like, well, here's what you wanted and here's what we said we we're going to give you now. Pay up. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's a, I think it's potentially like a blizzard thing to some extent because like, I, I mean, I don't know, but you know, having played a lot of world of Warcraft, like there's, there's been a lot of those kind of discussions with World of Warcraft over the years. Cause I mean, at this point, World of Warcraft is Jesus, almost 20 years old. Yeah. Um, and you know, whenever you had like when I started in vanilla, yep. World of War- wow. And like, you know, played that, played first few expansions, and their first couple of expansions, Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King, were like, I mean, people look back as like that was the that was the golden era, like yeah. those late two thousands. That was the time. And it's like, they had really good content later. Like personally really enjoyed mist of Pandaria. Thought that was really cool. Um, but like they had different expansions that just seemed like they were completely lost in some people's minds. I haven't played a ton of the stuff in the last like five plus years, but, um, that was kind of the sense. And it almost kind of has this thing, of they set the ball in motion mm-hmm. and they they committed to a vision like this is the story we're going to tell this is the thing that we're going to do and despite the reception despite like what is happening now mm-hmm. we're going to keep moving and i think that that's been like i don't it's not necessarily that it is a blizzard as a company thing it may just it's probably just because they have strong they have strong storytellers with strong vision who are very committed to like, no, we need to see this through. We need to tell this story the way that it's 
the way that we saw it from the beginning. And it's like, sometimes, especially when you have a live game, you have to pivot. You have yep. to, like, you have to move. You have to do these things. And, like, and that's the thing is, like, I, and I think that that's the reason that, like, I look at it as, um, as a big positive having that level of transparency just because like people, I, 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 it could have been very easy for them to just be like, be like, just trust us. Just, yeah. you know, j- we, we know what's best. And it's like, you know, it, it had a lot of elements of like, we were wrong. Yeah. Um, we really, we acknowledge the fact that we were wrong mm-hmm. and we're going to shift that going forward again. You know, like you said, doesn't mean that they necessarily pivot the right way. Yep. But, um, you know, Blizzard, I mean, in the same way, like World of Warcraft, I mean, from what I understand, like their most recent expansion, the Dragon Flight. Yes. Uh, um, apparently, people are super hot on that because, Good. again, they took direction to like to move in a different way than they had over the last couple of expansions. And so, like, you know, it's. Um, I don't know. It seems like it. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to see just kind of what happens, and hopefully, I mean, I I want Overwatch to like take off and continue to be this like really big thing because the game's great. I think the lore's great. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be this like icky cash grab experience. Yes. So, yeah, no. I mean, we'll we'll see what they have in store. I guess in the coming months, and so it sounds promising. Just need them to actually do it yeah um the the other thing i mean there's there's other stuff but the other big thing um mortal kombat uh has mortal kombat one yes mortal kombat has an or i mean i guess nether realm studios has announced a new mortal kombat called mortal kombat one which is a terrible name it's awful (laughs) well i i do not like um, so I can say this now in that, like I work in, I work in marketing. Yeah. I, I work for a marketing agency. Um, and when I type in mortal Kombat one, what comes up is 1992's mortal Kombat, yes. And it's like, and yeah, I mean, gradually that stuff transitions, but it's the same thing with like Xbox one. It's, it is a terrible, it is in my mind, it is a terrible choice yes. <laughs> for like branding because it's very confusing. It's very taking that. I mean, same thing with like Nintendo with like the new new Nintendo 3DS. Like, I mean, I, I get so, so Mortal Kombat one, they are, I am not like a huge Mortal Kombat head. I've played Mortal Kombat games. I am very fascinated in like, even more so, even though like I grew up on street fighter. Yeah. I think Mortal Kombat's entire like lore is very interesting because there's a, tons of continuity. They're telling this story. And that is the thing with like Mortal Kombat 1 is that it is a continuation. Like Mortal yeah. Kombat 11 came out in 2019. And in the DLC, there was essentially kind of like a, I don't know, I, I didn't play it, but like there, there were kind of like a couple of paths it could take. And this is like a canonical continuation where it was gotcha. essentially yeah. a character became a god and then he kind okay. of so that rewrote the trailer i'm assuming yeah he he rewrote 
the world essentially and kind of like and so it is this con- it it's this continuation where they are re- rebooting Mortal Kombat essentially but it's also continuing on yeah and so you are getting like so I get it like they're taking that approach of like okay you know we're going back it's more like this is the this is the first step of this new world of this new story or of this like this thing that we're doing but it's just like you see Mortal Kombat 1 and I mean it's like is it is it a reboot is it a remake of the original Mortal Kombat is it a new game can like just entirely yeah I just that that is the bad part like watching the trailer super cool like all about it. Very, very excited to see what they do. And it also comes out super soon. It's coming out in like September. Yep. Um, but yeah, the the name there there had to be a better option than Mortal you Kombat think. One. Yeah. <laughs> you have to think. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I mean, I don't it's for games like Mortal Kombat, like Street Fighter and stuff, and I'm sitting here like what is so wrong with the uh, well Street Fighter's not doing it I guess just Mortal Kombat War what is so wrong with saying it's Mortal Kombat 12 like Final Fantasy is on number 16 at the moment you know and guess what it goes 1 to 16 it's not like oh we're just tossing that on there it's like no this is the 16th entry of this series yeah the next one will be Final Fantasy 17 there it's it feels trying to think how like disingenuous to like the franchise well, and I, I understand the logic because they are essentially saying like, this is a, this is your jumping on point. Like if Fair. you're new to the series, you don't, cause I mean, there, there is a, with Final Fantasy 16, even though like people who play Final Fantasy know none of the, virtually none of these games are connected. And yeah. if they are, they are like a number hyphen something yes like 10 to 13 to like mm-hmm. um but they're all standalone games it's just a sure, it's yeah. just a new entry in that but like if you aren't familiar it, you can look at it and be like Final Fantasy, like i gotta play 15 of these to okay sure to to like i how am i why would i do that like i can't come in on the 16th entry that that's and I, I, I know the logic there and I imagine that's kind of their thing. It's like, okay, we're, we're rebooting this world. We're creating this new experience. If you come in, you were seeing this new world, quote unquote, from the beginning. So we want to sure. give it like a fresh, mm-hmm. we don't want to call it 12 because it's, you know, yeah, it's a continuation, but it's essentially like a, it's a prime new sure. world. Mm-hmm. But there's gotta be like, call it Mortal Kombat prime call it more more i don't know yeah yeah <laughs> just, just anything I mean, but one please yeah i mean just like don't start the numbers over just like come up with something else like give it like a new give it a new identity while also not giving it starting over on the numbers because even mm. on youtube you go and look up the trailer and it's like it's like oh yeah it's this game mortal Kombat from 1992 and it's like well no it's not i mean i get how you're confused youtube but like it's actually not yep. it's 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 a brand new game um so yeah i don't know it's um but i'm i'm excited i'm i'm hyped for it um 
Mortal Kombat is a little, you know, fatalities and stuff are a little beyond my uh, constitution. You know, I don't. I will say that that last fatality in the trailer looked sick. I'm like, that is some like D and D level. Like, how do you want to do this kind of a thing? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm kind of about this. Yeah, I've. I mean, I've played. I think I played Mortal. I've played some of the like DC crossover ones. I've played some older Mortal Kombat's. I've played Mortal Kombat. Eight, nine, okay, seven, eight, something. Um, so I haven't, I've played some of like a newer ish one, um, here and there, but like, um, that is one of, I mean, and that's one of the things that Mortal Kombat has going for it that even like Street Fighter struggles with, um, is like they have good like story modes and stuff and like really just compelling things to play if you aren't just like about the competitive scene. There's a lot of other content there. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, they also announced that Homelander from the boys and uh-huh. I believe Omni man from invincible will both be DLC characters on that. And I okay. think that's pretty cool. It is interesting that they're doing two Superman like heroes at it, or yeah. I guess villains. However, yeah, they're villains. Um, well, Omni-Man's anyway, um, but I, they do have, I guess, a little bit different skill sets. Regardless, I'm not super into Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter, but I will pick one of, I will pick one of them up this year to see. Okay. And so I know there's a, is it open beta for Street Fighters next weekend? I think. Oh, really? Okay. I think I might be making, I saw something about open beta. It might've been this past weekend and I might check it out. When we're okay. here. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to pick one up just, just to see what it's about, just to try it out. I, I hope they offer like trials on like PlayStation. PlayStation has been a little bit better on like trials slash demos recently. And I could see them absolutely doing that for these fighting games. I hope so. So it looks like Street Fighter 6 open beta. Um,. You can, so it looks like if you're listening to this episode, it's over. Corey, though, um, it ends today. Okay, so, cool. So um, I'll probably hop off and go check that out. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I mean, also too, Street Fighter 6 comes out on June 2nd. So it's, yeah, um, but I'm you know, be busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, for, for anybody who's listening, I mean, if you miss the, miss the beta, wait a week and a half yep. and it'll <laughs> yeah. the, the full game will be out um yeah june man it's coming in it's slammed yeah it's i still uh, need to play jedi survivor which has raving reviews the more and more i've seen people been playing it yeah have you did you pick it up i know you mm-hmm. were trying to before um before uh Zelda launched. Oh yeah, I know. I I decided like it's just there in my brain. I'm like, there's no reason to drop seventy dollars on Survivor when I know I'm going to pick up Tears of the Kingdom in like two weeks and like yep. be what I primarily play. And so I was just like, I'll. It's probably going to be like an August pickup, is my guess. 
because Final Fantasy 16 is coming mid-June, and that's my yep. next thing. Uh, it might have to be July because Baldur Ga- Baldur's Gate comes out in August. So mm. I want to fit it in there, but it's just kind of like a little bit down the pecking order, and I want to give it the time it deserves to play. Yep. I don't want to like jump in and give out halfway through a release comes that I really want to play, and it just like fall to the wayside and next October or November, right before Goaty, I'm like, oh, well, now I got to get back to it. Now I have no idea where I'm at. You, you get it. It's a slippery slope. Yeah, um, I get so, it. I, I understand. Um, I need to find a window yeah. for it. Diablo 4, also, June 6th. Oh, yeah. yeah. Coming out. Um, yeah. yeah, but July, Corey. It might be July. July, July is Immortals, Immortals of Avum coming out July 20th. I don't even know what Remember that, that one? No. That is the EA uh, magic wizard first person shooter thing. Um, even. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm, I think yeah. it has like, I think it looks kind of like a cross between Ghostwire Tokyo and Forspoken. In the sense where it's like, yeah, and maybe Doom, <laughs> I guess, kind of looking at it. Um, because it has like the weird, I mean, yeah. the only thing from Ghostwire Tokyo being like the casting and doing the the hand stuff. Um, but it looks very like Immortals of Avum is kind of a terrible, terrible name. And, yeah. um, you know, I mean, for an opposite reason, the Mortal Kombat one, like your, your SEO game is hot with Immortals of Avum, but nobody's going to remember that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, but that comes out. I don't know. Um, that'll be that'll be July. Mm-hmm. Um, I am interested in seeing Diablo Four though. Seeing what uh, it's seeing what the feeling is on that because I love Diablo in general. Mm-hmm. So if people are, I mean, if the general consensus is that that game's hot, then I'll be there. Yeah, um, I don't know. How might I'm torn because Baldur's Gate 3 is probably my most anticipated game the rest of the year. Yep. And I know it's it's a similar style that is Diablo. Like, similar, mm-hmm. like, game. And so I, I'm afraid I would burn myself out on Diablo beforehand. I get you. So, I, get you. I, I understand. We've... Like last year had a lot of good releases. There's a, a been like sparsed out for the past couple of years of good releases, and it feels like this year is just so packed to the brim. And that's yep. without Nintendo dropping their like back half of this year lineup. Yeah. So which and then there's the PlayStation Showcase this week, which will probably be next week's primary topic, where like Spider Man's 100 coming out later this year. And yep. there's like um, rumors of like another God of War DLC, stuff like that coming. Okay. And I'm like, geez, like, when's it going to end? Let me breathe. Yeah. Well, and you also got to think too, like, I mean, we, granted, this is stuff that's that has been announced, not just stuff that could be surprising, but... Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man 2 doesn't have a release date, but it's supposed to come out this year. It's supposed to come out um, September. Assassin's Creed Mirage yep. also potentially supposed to come out this year. Um, I would imagine just given Assassin's Creed's the whole MO, that's like an October, yeah, November thing. That's right. Um, Alan Wake 2 yep. also potentially. Um, more than likely, this will be like early 2024, but Final Fantasy VII Rebirth 
supposed to be winter. Supposed um, to be, but yeah, that's supposed be. to be winter. So that's that's also a thing. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff, Corey. I, I think six. the biggest issue is not so much that all of it's releasing, is that they're all beefy games. Yeah. Like none beefy. of these games that we're talking about are under 15 hours. They're all 20 to 30 plus. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think that's like the toughest thing. There's very few like bite-sized big uh-huh. releases just in general, but like God of War Ragnarok was 60, 70 hours by the time I put it down. But the first God of War, you can do the story and side quests and everything in about like 15 to 20. Yeah. You can do the story in like 10 if you just mainline it kind of yeah. a thing. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's just one of those things that like, I just don't have time to drop 30 hours, 40 hours over and over again on all of these games. Yeah, I think that's why I started playing so many of the Resident Evil games and why I kept getting drawn was that like, I mean, Resident Evil 4 is kind of like a, is kind of a standout in that it like is pretty beefy and long. Beefy, it's it's about 15 hours. Yeah, yeah, but the other ones like Resident Evil 2 is like five or six and um, seven and eight were like, 10 hours at yeah. most. I mean, I think seven was like seven or eight hours, but um, so they were like bite sized. You could play them through in a few, like few evenings and mm-hmm. I mean, maybe a little bit longer, but, um, but yeah, it's, that's the, yeah, it's a, it's a thing, Corey. Um, moving on. Uh, yeah. Talk talk about your talk about your extra stuff. Talk about okay, yeah. uh, like your that. other things, and then we'll we'll wrap it up with some Zelda discussion. I've been talking for a while. I'll let you talk. Okay, I like it. Um, so the uh, we're back into it. Crusader Kings three. Um, they dropped. Uh, it's been out for a long time on uh, PC, but for console they dropped the Royal Court DLC. Uh, so I picked that up this week. Very cool. It adds so much more to the game that I didn't quite realize was missing or is like, feels so like obvious that it should have been there from the beginning that it kind of made me mad. And so the Royal court DLC essentially adds like as a ruler, you hold court like they would Uh, previously that wasn't there. It was just like, you didn't interact like subjects didn't come like request things of you um like your vassals didn't come pledge fealty um you didn't like you didn't have like a courtroom or a throne or anything like that you didn't have right. like artifacts either or like things that have been passed down um, through your family um you didn't have a cup bearer you didn't have a, a food taster poison taster you didn't have a court jester xyz all these things have now been added into the game and it adds so much more to it um, and so I started up a new save just to see what it's about. I chose England this time, mm-hmm. um, threw myself, it said hard. I didn't realize how hard it would be. You're fighting two wars at once out the gate. Um, gotcha. but one of those, um, and, but it's okay. I'm going to hold court. And now here comes this guy from. Like the farm, like uh, like his farm, and he's complaining about like his neighbor um, is like pranking him and is like begging for me to like throw his neighbor in jail. And I had the option, like, no, he, like this is you're beneath me. 
um, like you're now my court jester. That's like one of the options. Another one is, okay, yeah, I will throw him in jail. Sure, I got you, whatever. Another one's like, give him 10 gold and tell him to get out of here kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's all these different things. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. And then I have um, two of my vassals died and they're like, children took over. One comes to me to pledge his fealty. He brings like tons of gold, like swears tons of oaths, says like, you know, like ask anything of me and I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. Next one comes up, offers me nothing, just bows and says, yep, I, I pledge to serve you. And it's kind of one of those things of like, okay, I can see their opinions of me. This one guy has like in the green, like 60 plus opinion of me. This other guy's like down in like the like negative 50s. Like this guy mm-hmm. does not like me is willing to absolutely like stab me in the back at first opportunity and just come shows up just like does bare minimum. And I'm like, you know, screw this guy kind of a thing. And I'm like checking and all these different things. I'm like, all right, let's, um, let's, uh, let's find some secrets in his, um, king or in his like earldom. And I send to find secrets and he turns out he's plotting to kill my like son and heir is what there's like, I discovered a murder plot and I'm like, threw him in jail immediately, but it's, it's offering more layers of RP that should have been there from the beginning kind of a thing. And the fact that, okay, now I have a, like my wine taster, like wine taster. And now I'm less likely to be like poisoned kind of thing. Cause they're going to die. And my wine taster did die, uh, recently. Um, kind of like drink the poison gone. Yeah. Um, and so it's just, it's offering a lot. And they just released the tours and tourneys on PC, which is set to come out later this year on console, um, which is going to be like you do tours around your kingdom. You go visit your vassals or you go visit other kingdoms as well, where you can like, um, you can go there with a promise of like an alliance or I'm here to like win the hand of like, this like this queen or like their children to like unite the houses. And I'm offering to do like a grand wedding X, Y, Z it's off. And then like you go and you have like X amount of time to put on this huge, huge wedding where you can essentially marry your way up by promising to like do X, Y, and Z for this ruler. Or you can host like this huge tournament where you can become like this super famous knight um, by winning like several competitions in front of like your rivals or people you're trying to like, went over to support you and just seeing that like the base game i found enthralling um yeah. but seeing these come it makes it offer one more replay value but also i didn't realize how much was really missing and um, because i saw the roadmap they're doing like wards and wardens which is like where there's a whole like educating like system where it's like okay you raise your child and you can like choose the help foster the traits they're gonna have and uh-huh. what skills they develop but with this they're completely like revolutionizing what that looks like i know they're doing like a military one after that if i'm not mistaken where they're going to revamp how you do your full military and everything like that and it just feels the base game's like core is so good but it's missing so much of like that flavor and those like decisions that can be made so I found it very engrossing. I've paced myself far better with this one, um, this run so far. Um, but really, really enjoying it. It, it kind of irks me, like, why am I going to have to wait, like, six months for this to come to console kind of a thing? Yeah. Uh, I get it. Um, but, yeah, 
Very, very cool. Um, if you've been hearing me talk about Crusader Kings 3 and you're thinking about it, I would wait till the Tours and Tourneys drops later this year because that looks like a gargantuan like DLC from everything I've seen, like people's like reviews, Reddit forums, XYZ. Um, also with this one, they update a lot of like the textures and like face models. And they also like added a lot more just like different dialogue just in general and updated the UI to be far more, I think like easier to understand. That makes sense. Like there's more like you can do a general like sway scheme now, but you can also like, you can go and learn like your neighbor's language to like communicate with them and now up. Okay their like opinion of you and now you can like offer them vassalage kind of the thing and you'll be able to do that in general but there's just like other ways to go about it there's like far easier routes to like being like a poet or a blade master xyz there's like more options being presented to you for that it shows you different icons based on what you're doing at the bottom so you can keep track of what's happening instead of just like general like you're doing a scheme at the bottom so okay no i'm learning a language or um I'm uh, doing like a seduction scheme. XYZ is showing just different little bits. And yeah, yeah the, this, uh, this DLC added just changed a lot to it. Um, and it kind of makes me want to say like, do I just stop where I'm at? Wait for tours and tourneys. Let that come in as well. And then do a full fresh run. It kind of, yeah. it's kind of where I'm at with it of like, Ooh, I don't want to have to sink another 50 hours into a run just to, then have to do it again to see what tours and tourneys is like kind of a thing. Yeah. Altogether. Very good. Um, yeah, it definitely, it's one of those, like it feels like these games and probably paradox in general, because you know, they also have like city skylines, like mm-hmm. these types of games, it, it always feels like the DLCs and expansions are extensions Mm -hmm. of making essentially like a definitive version. Like I feel like in a lot of games, the DLCs and expansions are very, are very optional. You know, they are very like, they just kind of, you know, if you want that extra thing, it's not really adding anything new to the game. It's just putting, you know, new story or whatever. Whereas with these games, it's usually like they make, the game, yeah. But then they're continually updating it with new stuff. Um, albeit, you know, they're in a lot of cases selling these things. Yeah, it's no, like a, it, it's it, not it like an altruistic. Money. Like they're they're <laughs> they're yep. just throwing it into the game. But I mean, because I think like City Skylines, like you play the base game of City Skylines, and there's a lot of, um, you know, there's there are industries, and you can like zone certain things mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, like I want this area to be like a forest district and this to be farming. Um, I want these kind of things, but then like, you know, there's an industries DLC that has like a more robust, um, kind of like supply chain system that you yeah. can dig into. Um, same thing with like education, like education's relatively basic where it's like, Oh, you know, I'm putting in schools and I put like you upgrade all the way to like having universities and people can Mm -hmm. get college educated and stuff. But there's an entire campus DLC that allows you to build out these, like, you know, they have sports teams and they have stadiums and you're drawing in like, you know, tourism and all Mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff because of these kind of things. And so like, it makes it a potentially more robust experience. And so like, yeah, it, it does seem like one of those things where it's like, you know, the original Crusader Kings being like, 
oh yeah, in a lot of people's minds, like, oh, it's this masterpiece, it's this thing. But it's like, you know, you go five years down the road, whenever they've implemented all these things, it's going to be like, I can't even can't even go back to the base game because yeah, of all no. of these, like the things that they've added to make this game, like a, the best version of itself is, you know, yeah. I can't, I can't get away from it. So yeah, I would, I would argue that it's not like I couldn't play without it now. Like it is, it yeah. is a vital like addition to the game. And I've seen tours and tourneys as a similar way of like, these are really basic ideas and simple concepts that are being added that just make so much sense and just add so much more like variety to the game though if you strip that back is automatically just missing so much of what was just there yeah um, so yeah that's my crusader kings 3 update I, I might dab a little bit more but i'm in the box of i'm gonna like wait for tours and tourneys and we'll play again then so how much is it it's 30 bucks yeah it was 30 bucks i know tours and tourneys is 30 bucks but also they have a free dlc or a free update that came to pc with that that added a lot more just in general then they're like if you want this extra edition which like it offers a lot to it so okay i would i would say interesting it's probably worth it um check it out just in like i've played through one ruler's lifetime and i found it enthralling i can't imagine like what like complexities it would add because you can only see so much through one ruler you play through usually probably about 15 altogether i would say yeah like i didn't see probably like a tenth of what was what has been offered for it so okay because there's a whole thing where like you have an artificer and you can like create like um like different sets of armor or different weapons, like crowns, like trinkets that your character carries that like uh, changes their stats, stuff like that, or like their grandeur that's gonna like appeal more. You can change the fashion of the culture at the time as well. Like you name it, and it's kind of there of what you imagine like a royal court to be. And it's like a full 3D rendered court. Like you see your character, uh-huh. your spouse, like your children are in there, your um your court courtier, courtiers are in there, vassals who are attending their guests, XYZ. They're all in this room, and it's like a 3D modeled like thing that takes place. So, okay. Yeah. Love I have Excalibur, it. which. What? Yeah. It, it fell to me. I'm like, oh, can I use this? And then it's like, absolutely not. This is a prized artifact. I'm like, oh, <laughs> whatever. I cannot take this into battle. Oh, no. Dumb. Oh, um, well. So yeah, that's my Crusader Kings 3 update. I also checked out Humanity, which mm-hmm. is a game that dropped on the PlayStation subscription this past week. It is a puzzle game. It is a guiding puzzle game where you take this mass, this mass of people walk out this door, um, and your goal is to get them from point A to point B. And oftentimes uh-huh. that means like, uh, you you have to choose the direction they go in. You have to choose if they're going to jump here. Sometimes you have to choose what type of jump is it going to be. Is this a high jump? Is this uh, or is this a long jump? Um, all this is to say that in itself is very straightforward and usually very easy. Um, the kicker is you have to pick up these golden or they call them goldies, um, which goldies are loved and are prized. I believe is like the text line it gives you 
And you, okay. by walking through where their spot is on the map, um, you pick them up and they walk with you. The kicker with that is like they're usually in a very difficult spot to get to or a very inconvenient way to get out of to get back on track. And so you'll have like millions of these people walking and then like they're trying to have them do this like little you thing and then they run into each other and that kind of causes a congestion or a mess sometimes. Or like you've like miscalculated your turn wrong and now suddenly all they're all falling off the map and you lose your goldie at that point. And then you have to restart and all that. Um, it's very fun. It's a, like a good like brain like worker. I would say it's like yeah. th- these aren't easy puzzles usually yep. to get the goldies. That is uh, like they are. I'm stuck on one right now because I'm trying to get the second the goldie. I'm like, how the f do I get there? Yep. I can, I know how to get out of there. Like once I'm there, I know how to get back on track to get to the exit. But how on earth do I even get there? Is my yeah. like issue. Like I can see my exit strategy. I just can't see how to get there, just because there's like gaps in the map. I, each map sometimes will like take away, which can do so. On this one, like I don't have the jump. I just have directions, um, and so I can guide them, and they go over these fans that rise them up. But there's no fan that can like get them over to where I need them to go to. And yeah, it's awful. I'm just like, how, where, where, how do I get there? Like, please, someone like tell me. Um, I kind of have an idea. I'm gonna, I was trying it out before we started recording, but I just couldn't get them there in time uh, to make yep. coffee and sit down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. It's, it has a story and its story is absurd. The game opens and I, I genuinely cackled out loud and I was like, I awoke this morning to realize I was a dog. And cause you're like this like spectral dog that guides uh-huh. everyone around. And it's, it's literally most of the text is like a dog coming to consciousness, like realizing its own existence. And I heard a voice in my head, God, is that you? And it's, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's hilarious. Like yep. playing the game is worth it just to see some of this dialogue. It's like, and I heard the voices in my head call down to me to guide these people to where they belong. And then it shows at one point, like all of them falling off of like the map. And it's like, do not worry for their little lives. Like they will be fine. I'm like, but will they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's um, yeah, for people, I mean, I haven't played it yet. Um, but for people who are, um, kind of wondering, like it's a, it is, I think the best way defined is like a lemmings like, which are essentially like lemmings was an old puzzle game that was defined by just, I think like hundreds of little people being thrown at puzzles and, you know, stuff. And it's, it's one of those where like the entire puzzle thing is like, you're, you're running around with all of humanity yes. at your back. Just, yep. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it looks, so it's made by um, Enhance Studios, which is um, Tetsuya Mizuguchi, I think okay. is who it is. Um, he is well known as having headed up like Res, um, which was the big like, um, pseudo rhythm but very like 
uh, abstract, you know, you're in space, like shooter thing. Yeah. Um, also like produce Tetris effects. Okay. Um, and things like, um, Meteos, which I like a lot of like a lot of really neat puzzle games like Meteos and Luminous and stuff. So, um, there's a, there's a big name in there, but it's like, it is a lot of his works have always been like characterized by like abstract visuals and just very like something like really pretty stuff and like really top notch puzzle design. So, um, so yeah, I mean, at least from what I've heard from like reviews and stuff, people have been super hype on it. So I'm, uh, yeah, it's fun. kind of excited to check it out. I think it's it's definitely worth the look on it. So okay, yeah, it's love fun. it, love it. Yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe have some thoughts yeah. next week. Yeah, if not, if not next week, end of the year. Yeah, sure. Goaty discussion. Ooh. Oh yeah, number one. Um, but yeah, Corey. Um, Zelda. Zelda. Back at oh. it again. Been playing Zelda. Um, what is your uh? What have you been, what have you been doing this week? What have you been uh, Zelda Zelda ing this week? Um, I have explored more of the depths, which are horrifying. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The depths are the third level of the game. It's the underground area. Um, I came across this giant statue and it caught, I forgot its name, but it was very ominous. I'm like, what the F have I stumbled into kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, I explored a lot of the depths and it's very creepy. There's also, I don't want to spoil anything for you. I came across like, I don't really want to spoil it. I just came across something and I'm like, okay. Um, what? I don't like this. I don't like this <laughs> at all. I'm, I would like to run away, but I can't. Yep. Um, did that. I went to Hatsuno Village mm-hmm. um, and did like, there's a whole like just wacky quest line there. Um, yep. I don't know if you've done, uh, been there yet, but it's like. I actually, that is where I saved was in Hateno. Nice. Like I just got there. So I am. um Starting, they have a whole like mayoral. Yeah, I did the whole mayor election and all thing. that kind it, of stuff. It's and, just hilarious the whole time. Yeah. Um, very fun. I did this. so. I just enjoyed that. Other than that, I've been haven't done any more of the main story. Um, just haven't felt compelled to. Um, I have done a lot of the geoglyph like okay. um, yeah puzzles, not puzzles, but yeah. like. Looking for the little pond, the tier. Uh, yeah, those. it's. I think it's like the equivalent if you've played Breath of the Wild. Like, um, there to were these the photos. Yeah, there were these like um, kind of memory yeah. sections where you would kind of like find these locations around the world, and it would kind of trigger Link's memories, and he would, you know, you would have this kind of like cutscene mm-hmm. experience um, that was kind of piecing things together. It's the equivalent. Of that yeah, in I, this. No, I think I would argue that that is main story because it is offering and showing a lot of why why everything is happening. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of like the four regional phenomenons, I've only still done the one. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been trying to experiment a bit more because I see what everyone's making. Um, 
because it's just all over social media, but experimenting a bit more with like ultra hand and like making stuff. I yeah. have made like just a scooter, just like okay. two fans and like a little controlling thing. And okay. it's just like a motorcycle and it okay. works phenomenally. Um, I still haven't upgraded my battery any, okay. which sucks. Um, I know that I figured out how to do it. I just can't find any of what I need, if that makes sense, uh, or not enough of what I need. Um, okay. So most of it's in the depths, and that's kind of yeah, why I explored yeah. uh, mostly down there. Because um, yeah. I'm like, I just need, if I could get the battery up just a little bit, that would be really good. If I could just get yeah. like four bars of battery, I think I'd be set. Um, so did that. I came across like this giant box like in the sky, and I don't know what to do with it. Um, I think I've seen that or one of them. Mm-hmm. or. Yep, I, I was kind of like, you you perplex me. I'll come back later. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, at least from the ground, the initial thing to me seems like it's the equivalent to like the, the labyrinth mazes from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, there if are. If you remember those. I never saw those in Breath of the Wild. Okay, but there are. yeah, in Breath of the Wild, they were like, they were just, I think there were like three of them maybe, but they were just like these massive for no reason massive labyrinths okay. with like hundred foot high walls just kind of like out in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's kind of have, what this was because I was over it and it looked like a labyrinth below me, but I was just like, yeah. eh, I'll come back later. I, 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 yeah. This feels too, too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, that's cool though. I'm, uh, yeah, I am, I still don't have like a steering device yet so i haven't been making like a ton a ton of vehicles because it's like it's like okay like i can make this thing Mm -hmm. that will like go forward but i can't turn it (laughs) so i haven't i haven't gotten any of those yet but i think once i do i'm definitely going to like have a lot of cool stuff that i'm ready to slap on some things and and drive around i found it at one of the little gotcha ponds on the sky islands and i marked it and like, I yep. have like, just like the yellow one is just like, that is my marker for the thing. And so I'll go yep. there if I ever need more. And so I reckon, because yep. I haven't found any other ones that give them out. And so I recommend marking yeah. it once you do. That's the, yeah, that was the thing that I didn't realize initially was that the gotcha machines have like, they're different. Yes. It's not just like a, it's not a like, oh, you keep throwing stuff in and it's all random. It's like, no, there's like four or five things that this machine will give you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to, if you're not getting it from this machine, you have to go to another one to be able to get, mm-hmm. whether it's like a steering stick or rockets, you know, fans, fans or rockets birds. or balloons yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, I just haven't found one of those steering stick ones. Um yet but yeah excited to yeah i haven't played um i haven't done any of the phenomenon yet i have like i think begun i've got so i've started the i think the wind temple one um because like i got to the shrine that's like on the chain islands like as you're working way up. And then I just like, I left yeah. <laughs> and went and did something else, but like I'm up there. So I think I'm like 
close to where I can like start that. Um, do you have you been to the village yet? Then yeah, reach yeah. Village. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say you, yeah. I you can't do it with, without something, right? Yeah, no, he's he's there. Okay, um, but the. Uh, I just kind of like, I was like, well, I'm going to go check out something else really quick. I wasn't like fully committed that I wanted to do this right now, but I wanted to kind of like start it. Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, I started that whole like quest Good. and um, moved that direction and stuff. I just haven't like finished it up. But yeah, then I started migrating because that's way out into the West. I started migrating to the East and that's yeah. how, you know, I you know, got over to Kakariko Village and they're like super different now. And Hateno haven't been, haven't has, been to Kakariko yet. Really? They, um, yeah, it's very like, it's their big thing is they have like this big, it's called like, there's a huge ruin system that's kind of like um, landed near where they are and they're, um, they have a big influx of tourism and yeah, okay. stuff. And like, cool. it's a, it's a whole it's a whole thing, but um, it's that that is the big I think that that's one of the big positives for me. The more and more that I spend with it is like, I think my worry going into Tears of the Kingdom was that it was going to be the fact that they were reusing Hyrule. I was like, OK, like, it's cool that they're going to be doing Sky Islands and they'll put other stuff. But I was like, how are they going to make it not just feel like Breath of the Wild? Mm-hmm. And legitimately, like. Hyrule in a lot of ways kind of feels unrecognizable. Like there are plenty of times where there are plenty of times where it's very familiar. Mm-hmm. Like you go to, you know, on um kind of I went kind of backwards about it, but like, you know, I made my way over to like the dueling peaks yes. and the stable, yeah. which is like one of the first kind of core areas that you get to in Breath of the Wild if you kind of follow their trajectory. Um and whenever I was there, like it's it's very similar Mm -hmm. to how it is in breath of the wild, you know, big field, some ruins, it's the big like mountains there, but like other areas, like, you know, you're on your way to Rito village and there's so much snow and it's like blizzard conditions and it's very unrecognizable from what you're used to. And then, you know, you go somewhere like Kakariko village and like the layout of it's very similar, but there's a lot of, because of this new event, there's a lot of like other stuff happening Mm -hmm. and it makes the experience very, difference and that's the thing that i'm like continually very excited about because it's like i want to go back and i want to see like what what's different in this place and Mm -hmm. what you know what's going on over here and how's this like you know because then they'll talk about like oh down in lorland village there are pirates yeah there's a you know there's something happening there and um you know it's just it's such a I'm continually ex- impressed by just what they're doing yep. and just the amount of stuff that they put in. And it's overwhelming to an extent, like whenever you're playing through it and you're just like, God, like this is, I don't know what to do, Yeah, but like that is the benefit of it is that like, I've just been kind of rolling along and I've been trusting my gut. Yeah. And like, if I see something like with the depths, haven't done a ton of depths, but like anytime I come across a chasm or I happen down, like there've been a couple of wells yeah. that just lead straight down into the depths. Um, I'll go down there. I'll find like the biggest, um, the, the closest big light route yeah. um, to unlock like a fast travel point, And then I'll get out of there. Like, not because, because eventually, like, I'll want to go into the depths, but it's like, not really, like, that's not really where my head is right now, but I'm gonna, 
I'm going to mark the space. I'm going to make it easier for me to come back. And same thing with other stuff where it's like, you know, I'll find something out in the world, but I'm busy doing something else. It's like, I'll just mark it on the map. Yeah. I'll like, and so I'm being very careful to do that because it's like, I want to see all of this stuff. There's a lot of really cool stuff, but I'm going to trust my gut and go with what I'm feeling at the moment and just make it a point, like make it easy for future me to come back and do this later. Yeah. Um, so that's been the, um, that's been what I've been, cause also too, I mean, playing breath of the wild initially, like that was something whenever I got further in, I was like, man, I really wish I had made it a point to mark more stuff than yeah. I did yeah. <laughs> because I can't remember where anything is. Um, so, so yeah, that's, but I'm just, I mean, I'm, bebopping around just doing my thing just having fun yeah. going through caves mm-hmm. doing weird stuff and just you know trying to soak it all in i'm having a blast same i, I you said it last week and i think i do agree with you it is busy not in a bad mm-hmm. way but it's just it is busier and it i am loving it. i mean i'm astounded that the game just works the way it does um, but it makes me really like regret not having got into Breath of the Wild because I know it was so much more laid back and just quiet. Um, so I'm excited to like go back and retry that and replay that like from from the get at some point in the future. But right, like I have no complaints about Tears of the Kingdom. Like they're like I'm just saying it is busy, not in a bad way, but just like there there's pretty much always something you're going to stumble across, like going yeah. for, like. Okay, I'm going to um, Hatsuno Village. Like, I came across like four different caves, several shrines, like sky towers, like um, this horse stables. You know, like you're going across all of it, and it's yeah. wonderful because it's just like choose whatever you want to do. But yeah, I kind of long for maybe just like a peeled back version of it, which is what yeah. Breath of the Wild is. So. Yeah, and and that is the thing is like Breath of the Wild. I, I never felt bored in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has so much cool stuff. Um, but it is a much more, like, it is kind of like a more, I guess, you said laid back. Like, it it, it is it a down. little bit more laid back and toned down because it has, like, because, yeah, I mean, you're, there, there are stables and outposts and there are Korok seeds and there are shrines and there's stuff going on. But, you know, with Tears of the Kingdom, it's all of that plus, like, you know, there are more people out in the world who are doing things like the guy holding up the sign or the girl oh, who's like delivering and the girl who's delivering her like seal plushies. Yeah. Um, her. <laughs> you have a minute and I have to pick up all 10 of these. I have what? <laughs> there. I mean, there's so many like there's so many different people out in the world. Plus there are new things where it's like there are outposts that are being built up. And now they're also like you know, just little construction sites and Mm. things where you can build stuff. And it seems like it is more populated. There's more stuff going on, which I mean, to its credit, like is in keeping with the, the lore of it. Wherein, like breath of the wild was just like, it's the end of the world. We're all just holed up in our villages. And at this point it's like, yeah, this kind of came out of nowhere. And this is a like potentially like quote unquote world ending kind of thing, this upheaval. But it's like, Right up until this moment, like in Breath of the Wild, Link had been asleep for a hundred years. Yeah. And like people had people had settled into the fact that like this is the world now, is yeah. that we have to exist in our small communities and nobody needs to be out wandering the, yeah, the yeah. streets. And it's like 
with the upheaval, it's like people are getting used to it and they're trying to figure it out. And plus they're also like, they're not resigned to like an apocalypse. Yeah. They're sitting there and they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to research this. We're going to learn. We're going to like, we're going to figure this out. We're going to yeah. like, we're going to take this as an opportunity. And so there are a lot of people who are just, you know, wandering around their research teams. Mm-hmm. They're like all of this. And so it is a much more like it is in keeping I think with the where the story is currently, where people are just like, um, you know, they're they're trying to they're trying to adapt to what's new here, um, and so yeah, I'm, you know, I am really enjoying it though, and I'm really just continue to be so into, um, just how open and like freeform everything is, and just how that feeling of wanting to explore mm-hmm. constantly just continues. And it's just, it continues to be one of those things that like so many games cannot touch. Agree. You know, it's, it's, there's such a magic and it is something that I feel like, I feel like games need to pay attention to. And I've seen a number of things of people being like, Tears of the Kingdom sales should be indicators for like for developers going forward of like what people do want, Mm -hmm. because it's like not every game should be Breath of the Wild or try to be or whatever. But it's like people, people are less interested in what open world games have been. There is a reason that Breath of the Wild, Elden Ring, these games have been selling the way that they have mm-hmm. and why people are resonating with them so much is because it's like this is this is the direction that people want yep. open world games and just in a lot of this design to go. And so you either pay attention to it or you're going to potentially make an open world game that pales in comparison. Yep. And um yeah, I'm I'm very interested in seeing like, you know, we we mentioned Assassin's Creed Mirage doesn't have a release date yet. I'm interested in seeing what Assassin's Creed, what a new yep. Assassin's Creed game coming out in the same year as um, Zelda looks like. Granted, they've said like Mirage is supposed to be kind of like a returning back to the the original, yep. which like original Assassin's Creed was very pared down. Like it was open world, quote unquote, but there were no side quests. There was, it was like, it was just a big world for you to do assassin things in. Um, so if they do something like that, I think that'd be very I think cool. It, yeah, I think that would be great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm uh I'm very I'm having a great time and I'm very interested to see like where what lessons people continue to take and where people go from here. So same. Yeah. I mean, I Tears of the Kingdom is revolutionary for me. Same way that I think Elden Ring laid its laid the groundwork for me to enjoy it. I think that's how I described it last week, but it is just astounding to play and yep. seeing what people other people are doing seeing some of like the combat ideas that people put together i'm like what let me mm-hmm. let me see what can i do with that and it's like oh someone's like throwing a rock at me or their weapon at me i can just recall that midair and like send it yep. right back at them or yep. like um, like a like likes going to throw a, a boulder at me. I can send that right back at them as well. I'm putting like different things on my shields and like seeing what that causes. You name it. And it's the creative freedom it gives you and not telling you go have your own fun, but in a 
you like see just see what you can do. Like come up with whatever you want. It's probably gonna work. It's yeah. magical. It's wonderful. So yeah. Look forward to hearing more Tears of the Kingdom for us for the next month, I would say. So or more. Or more. Forever. Um yeah. But Corey, um running a little bit long. Do you have no. anything else? No, nothing else. What you got? Nothing. 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 I think uh, nothing. it's been a it's been a good little pod. We'll probably talk PlayStation Showcase next week. Just thoughts on that. My guess you might get a little bit more Zelda. But yeah. um yeah. It's good. Love it. Yeah. Um, Corey, where can people find you this week if they want to find you this week? Please uh, go find me over on Twitter at Stay Thrashy or Instagram at hash slinging thrasher. But more importantly, follow um, our page, arcade underscore cozy. You. Yeah, boy. Um, you can find me at Four Point Pixel on Instagram, Swiss Von Joe um, on Twitter, and other places. Um, you can find us, Arcade Cozy, on Instagram. You can also email us, arcadecozy at gmail.com. Um, intro, outro music, Johnny Be Good, 89. Um, does stuff. Very cool. Yes. Um, yeah, Corey. Looking forward to next week. Same. Sony's thing's going to be cool. I know Xbox has one also in a couple of weeks, yeah. um, which will be an interesting thing because I will actually be on vacation, Ooh. like on an island yeah, at are. the time of of the uh, of that. So um, I'm interested to see if I can even hear about it. <laughs> just just lay on the beach, you know, toss it on. Yeah. Um, Have a margarita. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what uh. What comes out of that? But yeah, Corey, till next week. Till next week. Ben, Arcade Cozy. Life is hectic. Why should your hobbies be too? Yeah, boy. Yeah.